T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 614 now is going to be warm and humid for the next couple of days. So we got that going for us, too, which is not terrifically nice. Saints, of course, lose the Buccaneers last night. Mike Detelier joins us, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. How you doing, Mike? Uh, I've been better, but um, yep. I'm okay this morning. Yep, 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 yep. I don't even know where to start, Mike. I don't. Um, you know, you can start with 12 men on the field if you like. You can start with squandering a 40-yard punt return. That doesn't happen often in the NFL and then wind up punting the ball away after that. You can talk about not catching the ball. I don't know. Jump in where you feel comfortable. Yeah, it's uh, finding a new way to to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what bad teams do. <laughs> they find a new way to lose. Uh, and then uh, losing's got to... A million fathers, so to speak. Yep. You know, you you can point back at numerous times in the game. Uh, you know, Olave wide open drops a ball. Uh, Jarvis Landry. I've seen Jarvis make much tougher at, catches at that level for what you're getting paid. You need to make that catch. Yeah. Uh, you Take know, some help. twelve Another men, drop. twelve men on the field. That, that uh, is <laughs> unforgivable. That just... uh, late in the game, and then. Uh, the run, the the pass out in the flat to, to Ingram uh, again, and that's going to be the most played uh, of everything. And I know uh, Dennis Allen uh, made the comment that he hurt his knee on that play, but if you look, I mean, okay, he runs straight out of bounds. Yeah, I know. Uh, here's the worst part: you don't get the first, but you also run out of bounds right. to the kill clock. the clock. So, okay, you can go back that. That's just about five or six plays mm-hmm. uh, in in a row. You had them, and you left them off the hook. And you gave you gave one more uh, bullet in the chamber to a guy who's done this numerous times. And uh, again, it goes right back to what we have spoke about the last couple of weeks. Bad teams find a way to lose games, and that's what you got right now. You know, bad teams are composed. Of bad players, not necessarily, because here's the thing that's driving me crazy watching this game last night, Mike. Um, How are you going to teach Jarvis Landry to catch a football at this stage? Are you going to teach Taysom Hill to catch a football, really? Chris Olave, are you going to teach him? And my mind's trying to figure out, okay, identify the problem here. Or you teach Mark Ingram, you know, really you got to be more game aware and you can't go out of bounds and you got to suck it up and take that one extra step. Um I don't even know how you begin to correct this. I really don't. I know that successful head coaches, and I don't know what's going on in that locker room, 
But the, the, the most important territory that successful head coaches uh, navigate and control is the space between the ears of the players and then the collective space between the ears of the team, right? That's, that's what the head that's coach correct. does. And I don't know if that's getting done or not. Uh, I don't know either. I'm not in that locker room. But, you know, you see situational plays. And that that's what I would call it. Okay, you you got opportunities, and you're not going to make all of them. Okay, this, this it's an imperfect world, but you got to make some of them, and the good teams make them, and the bad teams don't. Okay, and there, there's no excuses uh, at, at this point. Okay, you does this deep into the season, uh, and it, it's a continuous pattern of not making the plays in situational times when you had that opportunity. And easy to blame the head coach and the quarterback. Those two get get most of the heat uh, on it. I don't know how anybody can blame Andy Dalton for anything. If you take away those three. You're going to hear it. It's, it's time for Jameis Winston to play. Mike, if you now. take away the drops, he's 23 for 28. I don't know how many yards. Probably had 60 yards onto that for 289. Um, I, I don't know what the long would have been if that would have changed. He had a quarterback rating of 107.6. Brady was 84. And if he has those three completions, that that's a math thing. I don't know how that quarterback rating would work, but i got to believe it would go up. I don't know by how much. So don't even begin. Y'all, please. Please, for the love of God, and everything, and everything that's holy, and for everything in this world, don't blame Andy Dalton. Please don't do that. For the love of God, Andy Dalton shooing Trevor Penning off the field to avoid another twelve man in a huddle thing. It looked like late in the game. I I agree with you, Uh, but there's a a non-connect here, and you can see for in however you want to call it. That's a, a disconnect, because uh, teams change from year to year. So that that's another thing. People, oh, uh, man, they had a board meeting back in 2018, 2019, and this is when this team started to uh, sort of peel apart. No, every year you have anywhere from 17 to 25 new players mm-hmm. on the team. It's how you construct it, okay? And, and that's going uh, into it. With injuries, and, uh, the number goes up from there. With practice squad players, some of these guys, I don't know who correct. they are. Yeah, uh, and so you you have to be able to make it all connect because injuries are going to happen, yep. bad things are going to happen, but you got to overcome it. Uh, now, again, when we've talked about this with the NFC South, it, it, it's the hot potato kind of uh, situation. You take no, it. no one want really it. wants yep. it. Exactly. Uh, I don't want it. You want it. Uh, you you want it. Now, looking at the Bucks last night, convince me that they're a really good football team. No, no, absolutely. They, they not. won the game, but you sort of handed it to them, and and this is what you see bad teams do. That uh, they they snatch victory <laughs> right away so from themselves. Snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, right? That's correct. All right, let's take a break. And, we'll pick it up here. We come back, Mike. I got to believe that. Um, Alvin Kamara might be might must be hurt or something because there is just no lightning there at all. You can talk about that when we come back and more. Y'all got any questions, comments, 504-260-1870. What's so frustrating about this as well is that the Saints were plus two in turnovers last night, right? For, forcing two That's turnovers. True. And you still lose a game. We'll be back. 621 traffic now, WWL.
627, Tommy Tucker, WWL, Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk, our guest. I see a tweet from Jeff Asher, who is an analytics guy. He says, facing fourth and one or two while tied or leading, Sean Payton between 2019 and 2022 went for 20 of 23 times. Dennis Allen has faced that situation five times and has kicked five field goals. I do think for that statistic to be... I'd like to know how successful Sean Payton was in picking it up when he went for it 20 of 23 times. I don't know if that tells me that in that text or not, but um, is there is there a, a point to be made there about the conservatism of Dennis Allen or the calls being made as head coach or a defensive guy? Jump in wherever you feel comfortable with that. Man, you know, Sean kicked field goals too. I mean, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, listen, there's a lot of uh, analytical data out there one, one way or another. Uh, this this kind of series, uh, how the game got away from you really, uh, came down to the Ingram pass that he, he goes out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And then on a third and one, you throw the football to Marquez Callaway. For the first time in the game. Uh, uh, yeah. What kind of genius call is that? Uh, so you stop the clock, you know, uh, again, uh, and give the Bucks the, the most precious thing that they needed at that time, time. You know, so twice, back-to-back uh, situations, uh, you stop the clock, uh, you know, and, and give the Bucks really what they so desperately needed uh, because the clock tick ticking away, you don't have enough time, you know, to do it, you know, to come back. And, again, you can go back, and, and there's about a dozen, six, seven, eight plays uh, where you say you, you make that play, game's over with. But those two plays are going to stick out big time. One thing I – Because I'd, what you did is you killed the clock for them and gave them an opportunity. I'm trying to look at the play-by-play here to see if he was under center on that play here's the point I don't don't know why teams when it's third and one or short one go in a shotgun because then you then you starting with the ball six yards back why do you do that Mike I never did get that I I got no idea and you see it near the goal line yes yeah why (laughs) you got got the ball six (laughs) inches away from the goal line so the first thing we're going to do is start the play six yards away I, I that drives me the casual football fan crazy Mike Dettelier crazy I don't get that. I really don't. It's like, man, just put, you know, just sneak and push the pile. That's all you got to do. Just keep pushing the pile. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Mike, to tell you our guest, 504-260-1870. Your thoughts when we return right now. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. I can tell you this. You would think, you know, I'm sure the Saints got pride as a professional athlete, as professional athletes collectively, and and I got to believe that they, they were embarrassed last night about the show that they put on on national TV, uh, or if, if Monday Night Football is indeed national TV on ESPN. Mark Ingram tweeting, I'm sick about this one, regardless of circumstances or how I feel. I have to get that fresh set of downs for the squad. I apologize to my teammates, my coaches, and my city for a crucial mistake. We work way too hard and sacrifice blood, sweat, and tears. I will be better. And, and Mike, I keep watching this play over and over and over again, and, I, and I'm trying to find an excuse for it. 
or, or a reason why, and I just it, it's just unfathomable. I don't understand. You just just one more step, and you wouldn't even been. Well, I could have done it. You could have done it. No, there, no, you don't even get hit. You just take one more step. And when you think about these super athletic receivers that sometime reach the ball over just to get the first down, I, I don't I don't know if that's situational awareness. I don't know what it is. Thoughts? Yeah, I, again, it's it's almost unexplainable uh, at this stage. But that is um, that that's what happens when you know again a bad team finding a way to lose. It, that that's those are the type plays that occur, uh, and you see it. Uh, yeah, they all these players have pride, you know, because you hear a lot of foolishness. That you know they don't have pride and everything. No, they got pride, but sometimes that that mental awareness of where you're at out on the field and what you've done for a long time it escapes you for whatever reason. And okay, Mark Ingram's played a ton of football Heisman games Trophy at the winner. NFL level, right. a ton of games yeah. at this level, and you understand sort of where you got to get to. The other part is running out of bounds. And again, I bring that up because at that stage, the one thing that's keeping the heart beating is the fact that eventually, you know, you're going to run out of time. And then the next play, what do you do? You throw an incomplete pass on a third and one. Mike. So, uh, it's it, again, you do what you do best. You line up in a heavy power set. And you let Taysom Hill run the ball. I, I um, I've watched this eight-second clip uh, literally a hundred times during the break, and I keep watching it. And Devin White, forty-six for Tampa Bay, really had conceded the first time down. He was giving it to Ingram pretty much because he, he was running laterally with him. It's not like Devin White had taken a good angle to the ball and knocked him out of bounds or anything. He pretty well conceded it. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, that that part is difficult, and again, <laughs> I've seen it over and over and over again, where you see Devin White sees the play, and then he also sees Ingram running out of bounds. Yeah, but, so but what he was not trying to do is to get a hit on him that he could be called for a penalty. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um... We we knew there would be days. Um, see, I think here's, here's the thing that bothers me. I, we knew there would be days when Sean and Drew were gone. We knew that, but this kind of these, these kinds of things, I don't I don't know where that mindset's coming from. I don't I don't. Is there not enough attention to detail, situational awareness? I hate to go back to basics and fundamentals of looking a ball into your hands and all of that kind of thing, but it kind of makes you wonder. Uh, it certainly does. It certainly does make you wonder a little bit, and, and but again, it, it goes back to uh, when you're not mentally sharp here in these type situations. Understanding the situation that you're in, and, and you've done it, okay. All these guys uh, from high school to college into the pros, we're not talking about a rookie doing this. We're not talking about a rookie doing this. Uh, and those two plays, but this, this, uh, sort this of is, a microcosm of the entire season. Yeah, but this this uh, is just so basic, Mike. This is not like some obscure rule with the LSU field goal or, nope. or, or you know, I, I don't. 
I don't know. Um, where 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 do we go from here? Because I I don't know what to say. What I, again? What hurt? I was I don't know if you heard it or not, but I was telling Courtney and Ian what hurt so bad about this one is. I guess I had kind of deluded myself into thinking, well, you know, if they win here, and then you got the bye week, and then you get some people back, and you get a little bit healthy, well, hell, you you might have you got a home game if you win the division. Who knows what could happen from there? With at least getting the playoffs, you you get the home field advantage for that first game, and. You know what I mean? That, that's it. Just and you get and you just pee it away. You just gave the whole damn thing away. I, I don't because because when you look at it, it is very similar to 2014. Carolina won the division, uh, the NFC South, with a seven-win, eight-loss, one-tie record. They won the final four games of the year to win the NFC South. Uh, they that's how they won it. The Saints were seven and nine that year, uh, so. It it's, uh, has a lot of similar rings to it because that's what you were looking at. No one seemed to want it. Everybody's had opportunities to kind of roll with this. And it's kind of flipped around with the hot potato deal. Uh, you got it, I got it, somebody else has got it. Uh, but uh, basically that, that sort of ended it. Because uh, when you look at the, the Bucks schedule down the stretch, uh, yeah, you can say the Saints, you know, playing Philly, playing Cleveland, uh, in Cleveland. Those, those are tough games, but look what the Bucks have to play. Uh, in uh, Cincinnati and San Francisco. Okay? They, they ain't giving games either. But, again, you sort of blown that opportunity. You blew the opportunity uh, last night. Uh, however you want to cut it. And, and now, when you're winning – the bye week seems like two days. It's almost like vacation. Man, it passes so fast it's over with. But when you lose the kind of two-week run, it seems like two months because you want to get back out on the field and play. And But that's not the the deal. It just isn't. So that that's what you're looking for at, at this stage. Yeah, you were getting healthy. And, and for three and a half quarters – you really couldn't ask your defense to play any better no. than what they played. You really couldn't. Uh, you know, it, it came apart at the end, but for three and a half quarters, they they did what it was almost deja vu. We've seen it before up against Brady and the Bucks. He admitted it after the game about how difficult it is to play this defense, and they gave it. They were giving him fits. But you open that door just a little bit for that type player, and I don't care if he's 45 or not, he can still hit the dagger on you. And that's what occurred last night. But, man, the bye week will last forever Mm -hmm. when you're losing. Last forever. So, you know, mathematically, the Saints are still alive. I think Tampa Bay would have to lose every game. The Saints would have to win every game. Some other stuff would have to happen. It's just, it's it's not, you know, let's, I think we pretty much forget about that. What do you look for? And we only got a minute left here, Mike. And we'll listen to your second guest this afternoon. You know, what do you look for in, in, in the last four games? Who still wants to play? Who's not? Who's got pride? Who doesn't? Yeah, uh, because, you know, the eye in the sky don't lie. Uh, and I don't care if it's your whatever situation that you're in. If you want this as a career uh, and to extend it here, uh, yeah, you playing your butt off it, here or somewhere else. That's true. Because yeah. I'm watching too. Yep. If I'm an opposing team, 
And you understand that's going to be a reset in the offseason. Mike, for uh, people that are football team. texting in about Dennis Allen, I don't think the Saints make a change, do you? Uh, I, I'm just talking about, I'm not saying whether they should or not. I'm just saying the organization, during, as I perceive it to be. Well, even offseason, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, now, that's a different story. Uh, Definitely now, not during, during the season. The, during the season, that. come no. on, that that's, that's useless. Stupid, right? uh, it, it doesn't do anything for your football team during the season. You're going to have to have a long look at this uh, during the offseason and see. Or ask yourself the question, uh, are you better off today than you were a year ago? Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick. <laughs> and, you, and, and what do we do to get it better? Because it, it's an architectural situation now. What did we do wrong to build this team? That's how my so, mind works, Mike. That's what's driving me crazy. It's like these blocks with the organizational chart and a flow chart of if this, then that, and why this, and how that. That's right. We'll be listening this evening today at All 4 right. o'clock. Thank you, Mike. Second guest, Bobby Bear, Mike Dettelier, live in the Silver Slipper Casino, your host on the coast. I'll talk Saints Bucks. Take your calls on the Saints, then the Saints Coaches Show at 6.30 with Bobby Hebert and Mike Haas going deep with Saints head coach Dennis Allen, running backs coach Joel Thomas on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. And then at 7.30, Mike and Bobby back with more second guests, WWL, and live on the free Odyssey app. Traffic now, 6.54 WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.